Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode eight. Yeah, I think so, man. <laughs> episode <Holy> eight <laughs> of uh, of Riding the Pine podcast. This is your host Scott Walden, uh, still alive, still alive and well. Um, and my co-host JP Supes, who is also somehow still alive, two for two. That and a thousand, man. I. I got some text today from some guys that were there, and they said, hump day, finally feeling normal. So that's how we all felt. Uh, and it took about two or three days to recover. That's awful. Or, or great, however you want to look at it. Oh, yeah. It was uh, it was something. It was definitely something. Uh, the, the news I took out of it is that you just attract just terrible fucking people to be your friend. So... <laughs> Well, you were there, so I guess that's yeah, awesome. myself very much included. <laughs> but I didn't know that my co-host in uh, off season is is doing podcasts. But during the winter, he's actually, you know, running plays, telling Matt Stafford oh how to throw God. that spiral. Here we fucking go. Okay, <laughs> I look nothing like Matt Patricia. I promise you, it's uh, just not true. I don't know, man. Spit an image, bro. Nope, nope. We're just both large, husky gentlemen, uh, men of figure with beards. I, he has hair. I do not. Um, well, you have that, a hat that on. That being said, we do have something in common, um, and I need you to fucking get your posture right when you talk to me. <laughs> I just imagine there's a bunch of, like, used Band-Aids in your beards. Uh, there's a lot of shit in my beard. It's, <laughs> it's like, I'm disgusting when I'm clean shaven, but, uh, it only gets, it's only worse. I have no idea what's in there, but it ain't it, good. It was an epic beard though. I was, I was impressed. I don't know why, but I was impressed. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so yeah, this weekend was great. It was a great time. Uh, it was a shit show. Uh, a bunch of guys got together and, you know, we all love sports um, there was some terrible sports hot takes, which uh, we'll get into. Uh, JP made his first his first uh, entry into baseball history, going to Ooh. Wrigley Field. How'd you feel about that? Loved it. Loved everything about it. The atmosphere was amazing for a team that's you know below five hundred. The the beers were great, but when are they not? Um, and just the history walking around the stadium was so much fun. Uh, the only thing I wish it was was that they had the Ivy. But besides that, a beautiful stadium, lots of fun. And Arizona won, which, you know, really mattered. Yeah, it's a uh, Wrigley is just like you got to love those ballparks that the city is just like built around them, you know, because mm-hmm. they're so old. Wrigley and Fenway come to mind immediately. Um, old Yankee Stadium kind of. Um, new Yankee Stadium. Well, fuck that place. Well, it's in the same spot, so I guess technically you could say the <laughs> city was built around it. Still, I mean, but... it was it was built around it, but like it's just it's too extravagant, you know. It is now. You're you're 100 correct. I think just oh man, I had so much fun. You're just walking through neighborhoods, and then you just end up at Wrigley Field, which was great. the The atmosphere, like I said, was amazing, and uh, I think everyone that went was just excited to be there. So. You know, you can't ask for more than that when you go to a baseball game. Yeah, yeah. So you saw you, you saw Wrigley Field. You had some uh, deep dish pizza and um, uh, patented Chicago hangover. So I feel like I gave <laughs> you the full experience. It was great. I I loved it. Uh, 
I can't wait to go back to Chicago and stay away from any bars across the stadium because I'm too old for that. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. Not any well, bars, but I don't care. Not They're not listening. Sluggers, man. Just uh, it's I'm too old. We're too old for that place. Yeah, it's uh, I think, uh, yeah, our other friend Mark and I remember it from when we were young and dumb and just looking for. Oh, come, baby. Yeah, you know, and just looking for, you know, girls and a lot of action and, you know, people. And, you know, now that we're just all like old and really just pissed off about the fact we can't get beer fast enough. It's like, but hey, you know, it's a spectacle. Sluggers is like all time Chicago Wrigley Field experience, really. There's like batting cages upstairs and stuff. So, like, we were just way too hammered. Um, for something like that at that time but anyway let's let's get into the, some sports we'll we'll discuss more of the crazy happenstances over the weekend with the crazy sports takes but uh yeah so, what do you what do you want to start with well let's just i just want to kind of just run through what we want to talk about so we'll talk a little bit more about this trip uh obviously the nhl playoffs some crazy stuff happening uh, a little bit of the nba i think we actually did our homework and studied a, a little bit this week yeah, I've got uh, I got I got a little bit of a rant. Love it. The uh, Major League Baseball always not as much I don't think this week though. And then NFL drafts tomorrow night. So, and some big trades and news. So, let's start with uh just want to get MLB out of the way. I just not as much as normal. So, let's start there. Yeah, um, um start ahead. with Bryce Harper. Yeah, so I actually saw some crazy things about that guy. Uh if you haven't seen, he got thrown out arguing balls and strikes. And I think this guy says one wrong thing and an umpire just gets triggered, man. I don't know. Uh, what was your take on it? I know you felt like it was a little unnecessary. So it's it's so hard, right? Because you get in a situation where um, you, you get that reputation and then all of a sudden the whistle – well, there's no whistle in, <laughs> in, in baseball, but you know what I'm saying. Like it gets right. a little bit closer to the lips. And um, – I'll just go ahead and say it like Bryce Harper. He is exactly the reason I dislike him, but he just, what was, I texted you it. What was it? Oh yeah. No one on earth is as good. No one will ever be or has ever been as good as Bryce Harper thinks he is. He just <laughs> like, he's got that. He's got that attitude about him. Now, granted, with some lackluster stats, it got him paid, and he's starting to cool off again. You know, he was really hot to begin the season, but he's starting to cool off again. He's a streaky player, mm-hmm. um, but this is the kind of stuff he does. This is why he's always in the headlines. This is why everybody knows his name, and this is why the Phillies paid him a shit ton of money. But the problem is, is if you're going to act like this, you're not on the field, you know? And call it what it is, I do think it was a stupid reason to get ejected um i think almost any other player in the league acts like that they don't get ejected um but he set himself up for that you probably have the stat as uh how many times he's gotten um ejected yeah so he's been ejected 12 times and it's been by 12 different umpires so that's not like one person has a grudge against them it's like all the umpires or keeping a closer eye on them. And it's crazy that I've never seen anything like 12 different 
times you've been thrown out by 12 different people. Uh, it's, it's, it's crazy. And also, he was the first Phillies player to be thrown out in over 30 years, which is also crazy. So, Well, I mean, they don't have to – nobody has to argue with the ups in Philly. Like, first okay. of all, you can't hear – anything on the field over being told you fucking suck by the fans so <laughs> that's true that's true <laughs> uh and then once you said that you know he was so hot at the beginning of the year because you were talking about him and praising him i think two weeks ago he's batting 262 now yeah so he's just i told you he's cooled off he he yeah, he, did. he that's just the player he is and i think anybody knew that's what they were getting but you know it's just he, I don't like him. I don't like him. I don't like him. I think he's good for baseball, but I, I'm not a fan of the attitude, really. I agree. I'm not a big fan of it either. Uh, other big news with baseball. This Friday, one of the top two MLB prospects is uh, making his debut. Um, yeah, I can, it's, his name is so hard to remember. It's very peculiar. I've never heard it before. Yeah, it's like Vladimir. I, yeah. I, I, I thought it's on baseball, not hockey. And he's Latin American, so his name's like <laughs> Vladimir, but it's I think it's Guerrero. Guerrero. There might be a junior after that too. That's but, crazy. Um, I wonder what his dad did for a living. Yeah. So Vlad Vlad Junior, I think is what everyone's just gonna call him. Uh obviously the son of Vladimir Guerrero, old Blue Jay great. And it just happens to be that junior Vlad Jr. is on uh, the Blue Jays. So he's making his debut, and I think a lot of the baseball world and news is extremely excited for him to make his debut this week. Um, it's just so exciting when you hear about him because it reminds me of of Vlad Guerrero and just how, I mean, all-time ball player. You know, just one of those guys like gold glove defense, you know, contact hitter with power, mm-hmm. uh, didn't really, you know, had covered all the bases and i mean that metaphorically not (laughs) not physically because he was an outfielder but he uh he like he was just good at everything you know and he was in that streak of 90s ball players that i remember from my youth growing up being a huge baseball fan um up there with chipper jones cal ripkin all these like great ball players that i remember and uh just fond memories of watching vlad guerrero yeah, it's it's fun, like you said, because you think of his father, and I, I I assume that's how people in the in the '90s felt, '80s when they heard Ken Griffey Jr. or you know other players in different leagues. So you know, and we're not gonna do it this episode, but I bet one, I think one episode we're just gonna talk about some of the greatest father sons in all of sports. I think that'd be a really fun thing to talk about in the future. Oh yeah, as soon as I as soon as I saw his name. Um, and it's not the first time I saw his name. I, I've been following because, you know, he's been all over the place the last few years, too. Just tearing it up in double A. Um, but uh, you you think about all these, you know, father-son. Baseball has a lot of them. Hockey has a ton of them. Um, Bob Greasy. <laughs> <laughs> There's a few football ones, yeah. Yeah, his, his son sucked. Where did Bob Greasy go to college? Uh, Purdue. Did he go to Purdue? There you go. Yeah. Well, you know, if we're really at the Mannings is a good, that's probably a good example, is all. That's yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. The, 
group of mentally handicapped people who have made it all the way to the top. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's really fun, and I'm I'm excited to see this young kid go out there, and he's built like a tank, just like more of a tank than his dad. Was. Oh yeah, his dad was like a, kind of a speed player, but like oh. this guy is massive, and. Uh, I, I have seen pictures. The one thing I'm depressed about is he wears batting gloves. Like, come on. <laughs> His dad was all-time no batting gloves guy. Like, you got to you gotta be there. Yeah, that's that would be awesome. You don't see many guys doing that anymore. I, uh, one of the big guys I think of is Will Myers. Uh, but I can't really think of many people that don't use batting gloves these days. No, there's not a lot. I mean, I would most certainly use them. Um, yeah, so... Uh, for those of you who are still wondering, yes, the Red Sox are still in timeout. Yeah, they swept they swept the race, which was the hottest team in baseball. But uh, then they lost to Detroit yesterday twice in a doubleheader. Twice, uh, Detroit. Detroit. Hey, Detroit's above five hundred. So it's not that hard. They're playing AAA teams. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, that's where I'm at with my fandom. How's yours doing? Uh, Arizona's second in the division, uh, only a game and a half behind the Dodgers. So, you know, it's it's April, so we'll we'll see what happens. But, uh, you know, I'm excited just that baseball's on. I try and watch it as much as I can. And we were fortunate enough to go to a Diamondbacks game. We're in Chicago, as I said earlier. So, uh, it's it's fun to see and plenty more baseball. But I think other sports are probably. More exciting right priority now. right now. Yeah, it's just uh, you know, it's like it's obviously not the dog days of summer, but you're in that baseball mood where like individual wins and losses don't really matter, so it's hard to talk about a single game unless something crazy happens. Um, and it's not the trade deadline, so you don't have anything crazy happening like that. We're not really sure who's good yet. We're not a hundred percent sure who's good and who's bad. Yeah. Um, although I'm pretty sure I know who's bad. At least one team. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so that, that's baseball. Let's move on to my favorite sport, yeah? Let's do it. Oh, my God. I love the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, I, I, first of all, I've been, I've been around the world, JP, okay? I'm a traveler. I don't know if all you right. know that about me. I've met a lot of people. Thousands, thousands, hundreds of thousands of people I've probably seen in my life. You might say I'm a little bit of a human being expert. Okay. When I see a human being, a I know it's a human being. Yes. I know. I know it's a human being. <laughs> okay. Let me tell you something. Giannis is not a fucking human being. Yeah, I, <laughs> that that play he had the other night is just. One of the most ridiculous layups I've ever seen. Uh, he's seven foot tall, <laughs> and he he's doesn't doing play that like shit. It. Yeah, what nah. the fuck, man? No, he's not a human being. Is all there is. I guess when you're like, I don't know. I think he's from. He's either from Kenya or Ghana or something like that. I'm pretty sure he's from Greece. He's the Greek. Well, no, Greek. he is. He is. But his, par- <laughs> oh, his parents oh. were were from Ghana or or Kenya or something. Um, that's probably being really racist. It's like some other African country and everybody's going to be like, how did you not know that? Anyway. Um, and so they went to Greece and then he was raised in Greece, which is apparently a really big basketball 
country. They like love basketball. Rick Pitino's coaching there currently. Just you know, yeah, God only knows what about. he's doing. Yeah. Oh, shorty goal, shorty goal. We'll get there. Um, so uh, uh, this guy's out there dribbling it around like he's goddamn Muggsy Bogues and fucking just dunking on everybody. Um, yeah, and he's. He's so much fun to watch. He plays defense. He can shoot the ball. He can drive the ball. He can dunk it. He can lay it up. He has finesse. He has power. And those are the basketball players that I miss watching when, you know, you had multiple people like that on a team. And now we're highlighting this one guy because he's one of the few in the NBA that plays that way. So it's just, as I've said before, a whole different game. But he is the type of model I would use to create a basketball player. I mean, there's never been anything like him before. Not even close. Mm-mm, no. Uh, people will say LeBron, but I think he's crazier than LeBron. Oh, he absolutely is because he's he's another he's got another four inches on LeBron, <laughs> like, which is a lot. You know, you think of somebody four inches taller than you, and you have a normal human being. <laughs> I know, and I can't even like tell you the truth of my size because you'll say I'm, I'm embellishing and probably I, <laughs> that is exactly what I would say. Um, so got, hey, hold on. Nigeria is the country. All right. I knew that. <laughs> that was one of them I said, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> but Nigeria. All right. So um. Uh, so okay. So, mean, I think we both agree. Uh, we had some hot takes this weekend with who the best basketball player is currently. And I'm, not done with, I'm not done with my Giannis rant. Uh, okay, so what I was going to say was I think we both agree that he is the oh he is the best player best in player in the NBA. So right go now, on. it's not even close. <laughs> go on with I, your Giannis. Whatever. I, well, it's more of just what happened, right? So, so I see this play and I and. For those of you who don't know, which is probably, you know, a lot of you, um, I'm from, like, Indiana, the greater Chicago in area, I guess. Um, not even really. Just Indiana, but it's northern Indiana, so a lot of Chicago stuff. My family's all from Chicago, but I've never been an NBA fan. Even when I was young and it was, you know, Jordan all over the place and, you know, my family's from Chicago. Mm-hmm. You get the picture. Um, so I'm moving to Madison, Wisconsin soon. So I decided, and I, I told JP, I'm declaring myself a Bucks fan. It's happening. Okay. I'm damn sure not changing to any other team from Wisconsin. Um, especially one specifically, which I won't (laughs) even call a team. Um, (laughs) so I've declared myself a Bucks fan. So I spend the next morning, I woke up a little early before I had to get ready for work, and uh, I'm looking, I just start watching Giannis highlights. So these are the most exciting plays by the most exciting player in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Bored stiff. I was bored stiff the entire time. Wow. He's doing incredible things. He's, I mean, it's incredible. But I'm just, I cannot be bothered to watch highlights of the NBA. And I don't know, I'm pretty sure you feel similar. Like, why? Why is that? What has happened to that league 
that it's just like nothing. I mean, he's throwing it down. He's stuffing people. He's taking shots. Like the whole thing is just boring. The announcer yeah. soundboard. Yeah, I I can't explain why highlights are boring. I can explain to you why NBA games are boring, but I don't know how you got bored from that. Uh, you know, you just I don't know. It's it's tough to watch, but his highlights are amazing. Uh, and he's really fun to watch, but the league itself, it's tough, man. And you just, you just see guys shoot threes. You don't see them move the ball around, play defense. You know, that motion offense is gone. It's, it's ISOs. Uh, and it's just, it's not exciting. Even, even his big plays are ISOs and he just drives by the guy and dunks on him. That's a lot what of I, them. That's, so that's, that's boring. That is kind of boring. Um, or he, he steps back and shoots it in the guy's face. Like that's, I mean, that's awesome, but it's kind of boring too. So I could see that. That's what I'm saying. I think it's because almost every one of these highlights is completely like, it's like I'm watching and one or something. <laughs> I, seriously, like there's just no defense being played. I know that's like a cliche now, but there's like no defense being played. Um, maybe they're trying to play defense. Admittedly, I can guard a seven foot tall player that can like dribble like he's six foot tall. Um, but like you just, I think it's halfway the way the refs are calling it. I think it's halfway. Um, and me, we talked about this a little bit at your party that the NBA can be such a me league because all the stats are me, 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 me. You know what I'm saying? And baseball is the same way, too, where you have batting average. That just applies to you. But baseball is a game of these one-on-one matchups. It is. You know, if you're up – baseball is one of them weird sports where you're you're up by 10 or you're down by 10. You're still giving 100% because that directly reflects on you. Exactly. Uh, but And there's not really – like, besides turning two and some synergy um, – with like the batting order mm-hmm. it's not really a team game you know what i'm saying right like, you can't call on to a guy yeah to make the big play he just has to be up by chance exactly exactly Where these other sports you do call those plays and when a team is up by a lot you can sit there and rub it in and shoot these threes or you don't you want to play the stats game like uh russell westbrook does i i think he's a magnificent basketball player but he does play the stat game where you don't just average triple doubles three years in a row if you're not thinking about it. There's no way. Like, you were right. thinking about getting a triple double every time, and it that is a very me, me, me thing. Exactly. It's a me, me, me thing. And and so you're talking about Russell Westbrook, who's one of the best players in the NBA, and his team, which is not a bad team, and what just happened to them? Yeah, they got beat uh, by a good a good Blazers team. I would say a great one, but they also have a stud player and he was the guy that carried them. Uh, and Damian Lillard, uh, if you didn't watch that game last night, it was one of the like three awesome sporting events that were on last night, but he, he hit a half court shot, uh, at the buzzer to send his team to the next round, which was insane. Uh, but it's, it's the same thing, you know, it's no, that's exactly what I'm talking about. man. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. You've got this guy, it's a team sport, and his elect his election to at the end of that game. Don't get me wrong; he made it. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, he, but his election was just to sit there, dribble the ball for three seconds, and then put up a half court shot. 
What the fuck is that? What I is- don't know. It's a terrible, like, you don't have a play to a pick and roll or a give and go. Like, that's basketball. It's not, it's not street ball where you dribble around and I'm just going to throw up a half court shot from the, from the logo. Uh, but it is like, that is what it is. No, that's the NBA. Seriously. It's awful. And, and part of it is a credit to just how great some of these guys are. Like, don't get me wrong. It's because they're so good that that can happen now. Yeah. But at the same point in time, it's like, it is just, that was my first reaction. I, I think a lot of people's first reaction um, is like, holy shit, look at that shot. But my first reaction is like, <laughs> dude, it's a fucking playoff game. Uh-huh. It reminds me of. And you're 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 he was playing like I play after going up the court <laughs> down the court two times like whatever I'll just heave it from back here because let it rain literally I have just as close like my percentage from ten feet is the same as like forty feet <laughs> well it's like a long came Polly just throwing them up man yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it, it was ridiculous it's it's like the Olympics I think in 04 when the United States was winning bronze because the Europeans were playing team ball and beating them. Uh, and it just, I don't know when they play those big high profile, uh, competitions, it seems like they, they play a little more team ball or they just find the best matchup and just go at it and keep attacking it because not what other teams are going to have 10 to 12 stud players on their team, like the United States. So it's, it shows the team basketball it, it works, but they're not doing it much. So it, it's it's frustrating if you're trying to be a fan or you are a fan. Yeah, it's just I don't know. That's my that's my weekly rant about the NBA. <laughs> I was I was bored watching highlights of the best player in the NBA and one of the biggest athletic freaks that has ever existed. So I have a question: What should Damian Lillard's nickname be? Should it be? Dagger Dame or Logo Lillard? That's what I saw online. Those are the names that people were proposing what for. The him. Fuck, dude. <laughs> I just don't. I don't belong to the group of people that are fans of the NBA. That's just. I mean, like, I think it's just different personalities, and I'm just not one of those personalities. I've never have been a fan, and I certainly am not going to start. So, while. If the Bucks win the NBA championship, you're fucking damn right. I'm gonna be acting like I'm a fan. Yeah, fear um, the deer. Fear the deer is all you're gonna be saying. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I I will not watch a single game. I promise you that. Okay, uh, so there's basketball talk this week. <laughs> all right, it's, just, it's crazy. We're we're uh, halfway through most of the first rounds series, and that's all we got. Like that's how bad it is, man. Maybe Every, the second round will be better. I don't. There was not a single upset. Uh, there rarely is in the NBA. That's another that, problem. That's a bad league. <laughs> that's, that's like a bad sport to watch. <laughs> Sick league, bro. Um, all right. So NFL. You want to talk about NFL? I'm oh, over. absolutely. I'm yeah. over the so, NBA. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally over it in a lot of different ways. Okay, so biggest, biggest um, story of the week for the NFL a GM in the league is getting cucked by a kicker. Okay? This is the biggest story. <laughs> this is the biggest fucking oh, story. Oh, jeez. That's what the biggest story is? Listen, man. I grew up watching that tenacious Bucks defense. And it was out there being headed by John Lynch. Okay? 
<laughs> he's out there. He's a headhunter at safety. Yeah. Feared across the league. Put that guy in a suit. He's getting beat up by a kicker. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he can't handle the heat. And that's just the way it is. Like, I don't know what else to say. I don't see what you're seeing here. But <laughs> so Robbie Gould's requested a trade. He wants to be closer to his family. He wants to be closer to Chicago. Maybe uh-huh. that means he wants to be in Chicago. Uh, that's what most would think. But I hear Green Bay is close. Uh, I don't know how your guys' kicker situation is in Detroit. But uh, if you want a kicker, he might be the guy to get. But I don't know. I don't know, man. I've, I've been reading stories on it. The Niners could just sit here and and just let him hold out, and he's he'll never get a contract because it's it'll, it'll be like Le'Veon Bell last year, which would be ridiculous to have a kicker pull you know some Le'Veon Bell stuff. Uh, or they could trade him. But he's and, not doing it for money. He's doing it no, for his family. Right, and I I respect it. Uh, and you know if that's what he wants, and you know I think they'll work something out and and get something out of it because you don't just give a guy up like that for nothing. I know he's only a kicker, but you still should get some type of draft pick. Listen, I so this JP and I have already talked about this. I talked to him about it yesterday, and he acted so nonchalant, like, "Oh, it's just a kicker, like whatever. We'll get. He's totally replaceable." Listen, motherfucker. Okay, do you know how hard it is to replace Robbie Gold? Uh, I might have to find out, but maybe well, you shouldn't have let him go. Well, let me tell you something, okay? <laughs> he, he, you fucking can't replace that guy. So you better knock on wood, okay? I don't know if he's cursed or what. I would have agreed with you if I would have agreed with you three years ago. But now I've completely changed my. <laughs> I think pay, kicker should be one of the highest paid positions on the team. I was thinking oh, about that though, and why? Why aren't they paid high? Like we're talking about people that. What other what other player on the team single handedly wins and loses more games than the kicker? Uh, I don't know. If, oh, I don't know if there is anyone. Uh, but... <laughs> what, did something just happen? <laughs> we got a good hockey game. We'll get to here. Former um, Blackhawk Turbo Terrifier. I have two things about this uh, kicker. So I actually saw that he is like eighty two for eighty five since he left the Bears. Since he left the Giants, he... Oh, okay. So, maybe, I don't know. I haven't seen the stat, but I know that he wasn't particularly good with the Giants, too. He So, he was, to the Bears' defense, he was kind of losing it. He wasn't the Robbie Gold that he had been the entire time he was in Chicago. Now, still, a very competent kicker. He is not Cody Parkey. Never has been <laughs> no, even no. close to yeah, Cody okay. Parkey. Nope. Like, you can't snipe a post four times in a game. Okay, that takes some serious, some serious kicking accuracy to do. Okay, um, or you, you can either snipe a post four times in one game or twice in one kick. Like these are Cody Parkey phenomenons. That yeah, hey, some would say Gould, that's harder. Some would say that's harder to do. Not some. That is harder to do. <laughs> Significantly harder to do. So, I would, I would have preferred if he didn't do that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. He's he's money. He's a good kicker, um, and I would love to have him back in Chicago just to know that like it's kind of a win win for Chicago because it's like all Bears fans are obsessed with Robbie Gold. Like we have been ever since all these kicking woes have started since he left, 
And so, like, if you're Ryan Pace, if you're the GM of the Bears, you bring him back, and if he sucks, like, you're like, well, what? everybody wanted him back, I brought him back. And if he's good, then it's like, you know, he's Robbie Gold. <laughs> so, I don't, I don't know, it's a win-win, but he, it's such a weird position, because you're right, the 49ers can just be like, all right, fuck you, then you can't go anywhere. So, I'm looking at his stats, even on the Giants. He was 10 for 10 for the Giants. Uh, oh, really? 2017 for the Niners, he was 39 for 41. Why would they let him go? I don't know. And then last year, he was 33 for 34. So he was 82 for his last 85 since leaving the Bears, which is, that's unbelievable. That is really good. <laughs> yeah, he's a, I mean, he's one of the best kickers of the league and has been for years and years and years. He's the all-time so, leading scorer on the Bears. So. Which, yeah. So here's the crazy thing. We're talking about kickers. I don't know if you saw this. You've been working so much. Uh, Justin Tucker actually signed a record kicker deal today. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, he signed a an extension for $20 million. For how long? Uh, four or five years. Five years. It's $12.5 million fully guaranteed with an $8 million signing bonus. See, I like, listen, I get it. Like, kicker, being a kicker is a meme, but... Like, literally, they're one of the most important players on the team, uh-huh. I think. I've always thought that. And, like, just this, like, stigma of them being giant pussies, which I'm sure they are, um, compared to the rest of those guys who are fucking animals. Uh, cool. They get paid less, but it's like, you can't, they don't grow on trees. No, I was at Cardinals training camp in... 2005 and their kicker was neil rackers who was one of the coolest guys i met that week but he was jacked he was jacked i wouldn't call him a pussy that guy was huge which is crazy because what else he was not huge he was pretty big man i mean i was also i was also like 140 pounds exactly he might have been like cut but i guarantee he wasn't like okay he wasn't like 250 yeah but, That's jacked. Yeah, like no, he me, was. You know. <laughs> All right, whatever you say. <laughs> Seemed a little. Hey, he was six one two ten. Oh, okay, that's pretty big for a kicker, you know. Yeah, but see, here we go with the fur kicker thing. Anyway, <laughs> the there joke was just the joke. The joke was supposed to just be that John Lynch is getting cucked by a kicker, which yeah. is not a joke. It's an unfortunate reality. Um. In reality, there's some much bigger news. Uh, Frank Clark, what a trade. Um, yeah, I think... So we talked about it last week. When you pay this, your quarterback, when Seahawks are paying a quarterback what they're paying him, they don't have money. And the only contracts you can afford are rookie deals. So when you trade away Frank Clark for some draft picks... They're just kind of compensating to try and make up for that that gap uh, in the cap and the quarterback there. So this this is also uh, my Bears fan is going to come out again, but whatever. I don't give a shit. I never said I wasn't biased. <laughs> they gave up their first round pick and their second round pick next year. Uh huh. The lower of the two second round picks. So essentially, that's two first round picks from the Chiefs who are going to have a, a high first round pick. Next year, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, not a high for well, you know what I mean. Like, right, I know. A late, later, a later, yeah, later a lower pick. pick. 
Um, um, and that's a, that. that's like a step down. Oh, hello, microphone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I hope everybody's awake. Um, that's like a step down from what the the uh, Bears gave up for Khalil Mack, who is significantly better than Frank Clark. Yes, and here's the crazy thing. So Frank Clark was kicked off his college football team for abusing his girlfriend at the time. Uh, but didn't they just cut a guy for kicking a woman in a hotel lobby or hallway and then have another guy on their team that I'm about to talk about after this who is also dealing with like domestic violence issues? Do you Dude, think the Chiefs would steer clear from this, or is it all just all about winning, man? I think it's all about winning. Well, I think there's some teams that it's all about winning and some teams there's it's it's about more than that. And I personally am siding with the side that it's about more than that. I think you see these characters and trouble just follows them everywhere. But listen, I, I don't know if it's true, but you think about it and you think that they're probably paying a substantial amount of money to make these uh, claims go away. Don't you think? Yeah, like, I don't know, man. If I... you're Tyreek Hill, like, who did some really fucked up shit in his past, mm-hmm. like, proven really fucked up shit, and then it pops up again, and you're like, man, I don't know. I don't know. I don't like those having those people on my team. I like having good, good guys who are all about football on my team. That's just the way I am. Um, even, even there was... The Kareem Hunt went and had like talked to the Bears and stuff and had a had a a long conversation I guess and there was a lot of talk about him going to the Bears perfect fit for the Bears Matt Nagy knows his skill set I never wanted it I never wanted it I just I don't know it's just who I am you don't as as a Niners fan obviously I've seen it as much as any other fan has in the last few years whether it was Alden Smith or uh, Ruben Foster last year, you know, at that at one point, it seemed like everyone on the 49ers was getting arrested, which was unfortunate. But Frank Clark, I, I read more into, and they had, I saw the police report and pictures of the abused woman. It was awful. Uh, and then they're saying the Chiefs are, or people are defending the Chiefs saying, no, it's because Kareem Hunt lied and Frank Clark hasn't lied. <laughs> it's just like, oh, is that all? I killed a person, so it's uh, if I don't lie about it, you're good. And, uh, well, they I guess did... Ray Lewis proved that one, too. <laughs> That's true. They did say it was because Kareem Hunt lied, was not genuine, and, like, when they asked him about it, which is another, like, that's a whole other thing, you know? Um, <laughs> but I agree, like, you know, I, I don't know. I just, maybe he's turned himself around. Maybe he has. I don't know. He might have. Um, but I'll tell you one thing. Like, I don't get away with that shit if I act like that. Nope. But I guess I'm not good enough at football. Nope. Uh, so that goes into – so Tyreek Hill has been under investigation because his child was abused. And today the district attorney for the county that it happened in uh, was very upset but said that they don't have enough evidence to press charges so they're going to drop him. But that DA, he was – just so upset and distraught that he had to make that decision. So that's, that was pretty big news too. In the oh, NFL. really? He, he like, he felt that, 
Like, they didn't have evidence, but he felt like he really wanted to press charges? Yep, his words were, we know that the child was abused, but we don't have, and by somebody, but we don't have evidence to prove who it was. So... Yeah, man, I just don't, I don't like having those people on my team. It's just, that's me. And it's, it's, uh, I, I, honest to God, as a, we have a, I think the Bears have a really stand up and I might eat my words when something stupid happens this year <laughs> with one of the players, but they have a group of guys that are just like really, really good guys. And I'm more proud of them for that. I would rather, I would rather them be them than have the players that the Chiefs have and mm-hmm. win the Super Bowl next year. That's just my opinion, um, and I can say that and be truthful because I have experienced not winning a Super Bowl on many occasions. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree with all that. So, you know, that's some stuff that's that's pretty big and a lot of hot topics right now, but I think the biggest thing is tomorrow night is the first night of the NFL draft, and I think a lot of people are excited about it, uh, and the Niners are picking number two. Where's uh? Where are the Bears picking? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, well, they, they got their pick last year, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> their first round pick this year is Khalil Mack. Uh, their second round pick this year is Anthony Miller from last year, which uh, was among lead leaders in touchdowns from the slot last year, missing two games for a shoulder injury. So I am happy with both of those picks. Um. Yeah. Very happy with them. So uh, much happier than I would be with, you know, say, drafting like seven defensive linemen in the last five years. But who am I to judge any other franchise that might do that? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. But NFL's draft. I'm, I think the biggest talk all as every year is who's going number one. And this is one of the first years in a while that I'm not like sure. Who's going to go number one? Okay, so (laughs) this is fucking crazy, right? Like, this is crazy. If everybody says Kyler Murray to the the Cardinals is like 99.9% happening. That's what Mel Kuyper said, right? Let me, yeah, let me explain (laughs) something to you. And to all those out there, we don't have a lot of listeners right now, but we have plenty enough to make me pay for it in the future. (laughs) <laughs> Kyler Murray will not be good in the NFL. Ooh, okay. I'm going there. I'm just going to fucking say it. I don't think he has the attitude. I don't think he has. I think he has incredible talent, but I don't think he has the attitude. And by ha- boy, God, if he goes to the fucking Cardinals, have fun in that shit hell. Like, seriously. <laughs> These yeah, guys they have, gave, they have they other gave needs a, for sure. Yeah, exactly. And Josh Rosen, like, nobody knows if he's good or bad yet. You cannot say he's not good. No, I I will not say that. Obviously, I'm from Arizona, so I keep a little close eye on him. I'm a Niners fan, same division. But that was one of the worst football teams I've seen, even worse than those Browns teams. Uh, They literally literally should have called me and said, hey, we'll pay you, like, the league minimum to play offensive guard. And I'd be like, yeah, sure, I'll fucking sit on the ground for that much money. I don't give a shit. You would have done just as just as well as they did, man. Uh, but so I don't know who's going first. Is really what I what I was going with that. Are they they going Kyler Murray? They're gonna go Bosa, which I think is between those. I two. think that's I man. I don't know. 
I don't know. I think the best pick in this year's draft is Quinn and Williams. I think that by a long shot. Um, okay. My opinion, last year we didn't have a podcast, so obviously like you can't go back and listen to this. But um, my pick last year with, was Nelson for the Colts, and I think he proved that he was probably the best player in that draft. Oh, um, yeah, he, was, he was good. Yeah. And Quinn and Williams, I think, is my pick this year. Is just like I think he's going to have the most impact right away. Um was he the one in that interview before the uh, <laughs> national championship game that was about to say something real bad? Yes. <laughs> and then he's like, no, never mind. I forgot what I was going to say, basically. Yeah, he was, <laughs> no, he, he wasn't going to say something bad. He was going to talk shit about the opponent. And then he was like, oh, shit, I'm coached by Nick Saban. I better shut up or he'll kill me. So, um, yeah, I think, I think those are great guys. I think Josh Allen is a big pick. I think uh, – I, I I think his name is Ed Olivier or I I don't think it's Oliver Oliver uh, from Houston. Yeah, it's Ed Oliver. Ed Oliver, Oliver, sorry, I don't know where uh, Olivier. That's Olivier. Else. Who the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> um, Ed Oliver from Houston. He's a stud too. So I I I think the D line is stacked. The Niners have drafted. I think it's D-line. so funny that the Niners have the second overall pick in a. Probably the best defensive line draft that has happened in our lifetime. Yeah, and we've drafted, I swear <laughs> oh, to God, we've drafted D-line three, like four of the last five years. Sick defensive lineman. It's oh, so my. Funny. It's not. It's not. But seriously, like, I, I want to talk, talk more about Kyler Murray because okay. I just do – it. Nobody's talking about it because the media is just hyping it up so much. I'm not talking about Kyler Murray because he maybe he'll be good. I'm pretty staunch in me saying that I don't think he will be. That's based on me not being an expert by any means. I That's based on me watching Red Zone on Sunday, so I'm kind of an expert. <laughs> just as much of an expert as I, any of these other fucking idiots that talk about sports all day. And but, also, is that the dream job, Sky Hansen? I think he's terrible at it. I could do way better, but go on. Dude, I don't know. That's a long time to be talking. Anyway, um, <laughs> I think they should hire both of us, and we'll just fucking sit there and heckle everything. Constantly. That would be perfect, actually. Um, okay, so I everybody's talking about the Cardinals taking him, and I personally think if the Cardinals take him and don't get anything really like huge for Rosen, uh, this is the biggest... How fucking stupid can these guys be? You you hire a coach, you give up on him after a year. You move up, you take a quarterback, then you give up on him after a year when he had no help, zero, zero help. You know what? I think they could trade their pick and trade down, and they could still get Kyler Murray. <laughs> He's yes, not gonna, because no one else is going to take him. I don't think he – dude, I Whatever. I guess you go with the best player that you think is available for you for your system. And plus, you hire a coach that got fired from Texas Tech. Like everybody's on this dude's nuts, but I'm I'm just thinking to myself, this guy got fired from Texas Tech. Like, I don't I don't understand the hype machine of the NFL. And again, I if we're when we're doing this podcast in six months from now, feel free to shit all over my. Face. I will not look. But maybe I'll look like a giant idiot. But this has got to be one of the weirdest situations, and nobody's talking about it. 
The Bears moved up two spots to take Trubisky, and people still act like it was the worst trade of the world, the worst draft ever. Literally said they were, Ryan Pace was going to lose his job over that draft. But yet, the Cardinals completely like giving up on a quarterback after one year, giving up on a head coach, running their franchise, taking a chance on some young head coach that just got fired from his college team. Like, I... It's just weird. The whole thing is just weird to me. Is that not weird to you? Oh, it's it's very weird. I I don't understand. I don't understand it at all. Steve Kime is their GM. Uh, he's an idiot. Obviously, what have they done in the last few years? Nothing. Uh, but questionable things. Josh Rosen. You know, I think given the opportunity, he can be a good quarterback. But due to his performance last year, you're not going to get your first round pick back. But you're, no one's going to give you a first round, I don't think. So just stick with him. Be smart. Draft Nick Bosa. Uh, it's it's smart. I don't know how to tell you. Don't draft Kyler Murray, man. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like I just don't. I don't think it's the right move. But everybody, everybody seems like it's what 100% they're going to do, and they're like applauding the organization for doing it. And again. Like, none of us know, and I'll be the first person to admit in the future if I look like a giant idiot. I certainly have before, and I'll do it again. But, like, it's just weird to me. So that's my hottest draft take. I think I think that's the dumbest move in the world, and I think they're going to make it. Okay. I think uh, DK Metcalf is going to go drafted way too high. I think he's a little over – I don't know about overhyped is the right word. Uh, oh, he is king of overhype. He's going to be a top 10 pick, which is insane. No way. I bet that's my hot take. Your hot take is that DK Metcalf is a okay. That might be a little too, top. I mean, it's got to be a crazy take, right? It's a hot take. Top 15, top 10. Top 15 for any wide receiver is pretty high. Okay. So t- unless it's, you know, it's a Larry Fitzgerald or someone, uh, but yeah, I'm going to say top 15. Uh, I think I've seen. People saying the Bills are going to take him at number nine or eight, whatever their pick is. That's just ridiculous. But we'll see, man. I don't. I think he's overhyped. I don't even think he was the best receiver on his team last year. Uh, and we'll, we'll see what happens. Obviously, you know, I'm, a, I'm a huge uh, Nikhil Harry fan, being an Arizona State fan. So I would love to see him slip to the second round uh, and the Niners snag him. That would be, like, awesome for me. You know what's weird? I just this is like this is something I completely just thought of, and so maybe you can agree with me or not. I think almost every team in this upper portion of their draft, their number one need is O line. <laughs> yeah, this you know that's the hardest position, the most important. And uh, yeah, here you are in this draft filled with not alignment, um, well at least not the high profile ones from last year. Which the Niners? That's the last year the Niners took an O lineman, so there they were getting a little crazy. So yeah, but last year was the year to take a lineman. Yeah, like last year, from, and he's uh, worked out. He's worked out really well for you guys. Yes, from a really good football school, if I'm not mistaken. Um, actually, that's not true. But um, <laughs> they did have two very, very good offensive linemen. Which just well, that's why. Yeah, um, makes makes that team look even worse. Uh. Yeah, so I think those are our, our hot takes from the NFL draft. I'm I'm eager to see what happens. 
Um, I honestly think Kyler Murray's going to go number one, and I'm just going to sit here and shake my head silently. So, As a Niners fan, I hope so, because I, I want Nick Bosa. I don't think you do. I don't think you do. Okay. I'm standing by my Quentin <laughs> Williams take. I, I, I think you want Quentin Williams. I think okay. he's going to be an Aaron Donald type. Ooh, I like that. Interior pass rusher. He if, is. He's if there's insane. anyone that knows the right thing to do, it's. I think John Lynch knows what to do. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's just tough if the game comes down to a last second kick. You're just gonna <laughs> have to sit there while. Hey, we'll take Bears. Uh, you know. There's rejects that you guys just kick to the curb. Maybe Cody Parkey will do well in the Niners oh, jersey. <laughs> if Cody Parkey goes to the Niners and fucking kicks 82 for 85 or whatever the fuck he told me, I swear to God I'm jumping off a bridge. <laughs> that would be awesome. Um, no, it would not be awesome. All right, let's move on to the main event. All right, so <laughs> NHL playoffs. Wow, the first round is wrapping up. As we speak, uh, it is the second intermission of the last game of the last first-round series with the Capitals and the Hurricanes. Currently 3-2 game, Game 7. Capitals are up, uh, and you know they're defending Cup champs. So I know a lot of people would like to see something new. I think the Hurricanes are kind of a fun team, but I think this third period is going to be a fun one to watch. But obviously that's not the, the craziest thing that's happened in these playoffs so far this is the uh, how can you have the, the nba should just stop they should just stop and wait until the nhl playoffs are over because it's honest to god embarrassing for them change like, their calendar yeah this is like what a great first round that proves how much better this sport is um you've got both number one seeds getting upset and like not just upset, like blown out. They're both um, swept. Yeah. No, we, no, 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 no. Calgary won one. But <laughs> Tampa Bay wasn't just swept. Like they weren't just swept. They were like Chicago Blackhawks in 2017 swept. They they never had a chance, with this exception for the first period of the first game. They got destroyed. And Calgary wasn't much different. Man, the parody in the league is incredible. Um, I then then you move on. Okay, now we'll move on to the other ones. So you, you can have to, honestly say that you don't know who's going to win a series. I have no idea who's going to win the cup this year. <laughs> right. I have no fucking so, clue. Both Actually, my I picks think, are out. I think it's going to be Boston. I think it's going to be Boston. But we'll get to that in a second. So <laughs> so we've got. Colorado through. We've got Columbus through, who's just been sitting waiting forever for who was going to be the the Boston Bruins. Um, you've got Islanders. You've got the Islanders who destroyed the Penguins. So there's three series that nobody thought was going to go that way, and then ended up going that way in historic fashion. Um, you've got the winner of this series, which who knows what's going to happen. This it's still there's still. 19 minutes left. So who knows? Yeah, it's great. And it's the fucking Hurricanes. Like, I can name Hurricanes players, but only because they used to be Blackhawks players. <laughs> um, and then you have the West with Colorado winning, the Blues. Uh, 
Oh, I'll, I'll, we'll talk about the Sharks here in a second. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have the uh, Stars, which <laughs> both wildcard teams win in the West. That's yep. just awesome. That's so much fun. It is. It is. Uh, the Predators went out there and like laid an egg, and I think their window is closing. They have a lot of talent, um, but you can just kind of sense it. The talent can't keep up anymore. Um, whereas a lot of these teams, for example, well, the stars, Jamie Benn and Sagan, Sagan, Tyler Sagan, are just like, I don't know if they'll ever get old. They just continue to score goals. Um, Ovi as well. But, uh, yeah, you've got these young, talented players like Colorado has, which, holy shit, Nathan McKinnon. Yeah, so you have Nathan McKinnon. You have that guy that was playing in the Frozen Four, and then a couple nights later, we might have talked about this on the last podcast, a couple nights later gets his first career NHL goal in the playoffs. And just put a little insult to injury here, they freaking have the number four pick in this year's draft. I know, know. it's crazy. (laughs) So watch out for the Avalanche. Yeah, the Avalanche look good. Um, It's nice to see them. You know, be good. Such a historic franchise, been around since the late nineties, and then mid nineties. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you have the the Bruins are the Maple Leafs kryptonite. Uh, mm. The Maple Leafs just can't get out of the first round because they're always play- oh, we have a tie game. Holy we have shit. a tie game. What a so, like I said, Jordan's we we song. don't know what's gonna happen here. Um, <laughs> Talk about a guy who never stops. Jesus Christ, he's been on the Hurricanes forever. What a so, snipe. Oh, that's a stall. Wow. One of them. <laughs> so we have uh, the Maple Leafs losing to the Bruins again, and it was a great series, one of the most aggressive, intense series. We were in Chicago watching an awesome game. Uh, Easter Sunday was a good game. Last night, not as good of a game. But the Bruins just seem to keep beating the Leafs in the playoffs, man. I've got the Bruins winning this whole thing. And I'm just going to say it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't necessarily want them to win. But when your goalie gets hot, you've got a really good chance. He was hot yesterday. Oh, my God. He took over the second half of that playoff series. Tuka (laughs) Rask. Oh, lights out. Standing on his head. Every hockey cliche there can be. Um, yeah, you just that's that's the kind of team that makes a run because when your goalie can steal a game for you, that yeah. turns the series around. Look oh, at hey, Mark Andre Fleury. Yep, when he was we, on the Pens, and then last year with the Knights. Oh, that's the series we forgot. No, oh, no, we forgot we yet. We're going to talk about worry. it because last night, last night was history. The most ridiculous game of hockey. Oh, yes. I it, I don't even I can't even focus right now. But yes, Tuka Rask is playing lights out. Uh and that's exactly what the any playoff team needs, but the, the Bruins will definitely take advantage of it with whether it's Dana Chara or or Patrice Bergeron or Brad Marchand. Those guys know how to how to play playoff hockey. So. And here's the thing about uh, uh about uh the Columbus Blue Jackets, right? Like I, we covered them last week. They are, they are the talent individually on that team, and they haven't been together for a long time. 
is incredible. They have some truly, truly talented individuals on that team. Mm-hmm. I don't think that sitting out this long was good for them. I don't either. It's kind of they it's nice because I think what, if they would have went straight into the next round, that would have been the absolute best thing. It's it's tough because I don't know. Watching that game seven last night, and you just see how tired those players were, uh, and these other guys aren't going to be that tired. So it is hard because you're not playing competitive hockey for a week, but at the same time, your legs are fresh, and that. That's important too. So yeah, actually, you know, I think I was underplaying that. I think mm-hmm. you're right. Uh, but I so, think you know, I think it's going to be a good series. I do too. Oh, fuck, dude, I, it's the NHL. <laughs> Even the sweeps were good. Even the fucking sweeps yeah. are good. <laughs> Best it, sport. It's great sport. So here we go. Last night, I wasn't even planning on watching the whole game because it's so late on the East Coast. Uh, I, I had to go to the airport, make a, a pickup, and I got home at midnight. I turned on the TV, and I was like, oh, Knights are up 3-0 with nine and a half minutes left. Okay. But as I turned it on, there was a face-off, and Cody Eakin gets called for a five-minute major game misconduct where he cross-checks uh, Pavelski, who ends up falling in a freak accident and gets hurt. It was a, what a terrible call. Awful call. But their team is up 3-0. You got to close this game out. Five-minute major, so six seconds in, the Sharks get a goal. And you're like, wow, that was impressive. And the thing being a five-minute major, they don't get that player back until five minutes is up. These dudes score four goals in four minutes and take a 4-3 to lead. It's the most unbelievable thing I've ever seen. We can say how bad the call was. This and that. You can't let a team score four goals in four minutes. That's that's my take on it. Yeah, I... Uh... Okay, hold on. Time out. <laughs> Folks, we've got a new segment. Uh-oh. This segment is called Scott is working too much right now to watch his <laughs> favorite sport in the world. So he's going to live react to something crazy that happened last night. Are you going to watch the highlight? I'm pulling it up right now. <laughs> okay yeah so it'll be a couple minutes please quiet quiet please <laughs> good podcasting i like it <laughs> get the fuck out of here they called that a five no way dude freak no accident part, right no part of his stick hits his face that wasn't even a penalty that wasn't a penalty at all it wasn't a two-minute penalty if it was anything, I could see it being a two. But a game misconduct, get out of here. Because no, it was it a wasn't. freak accident. A freak accident, man. So, obviously, game misconduct, he's not, coming, he's not coming back in the game either. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, I saw this live. I was freaking out. So, it's just unbelievable. So, so if it was a tie game or a one-goal game... Uh-huh. I would be livid right now with that call. Yeah. But they were up 3-0. You and can't let that. Can't let them score four goals. No, you cannot. You can't. And so it's to, not, just to make you, it the game even crazier, Vegas pulls their goalie and ties the game with 47 seconds left. And now we're going to overtime. 
Well, if you didn't know, game six went to double overtime. So these guys are and exhausted. Then they got fucking scored on on a terrible goal that Flurry let 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 yep. go through. And was, it was in the nineteenth minute of the game, or the overtime. Yeah. So they were so tired. They were icing on purpose just so they could get that break between a faceoff. They weren't even yeah. allowed to substitute, but they were just icing it so they could get at least like a 10 second break. And a lot of, a lot of people I know that listen to this podcast, including one specifically I met this weekend, who is fucking crazy with his hockey takes. <laughs> you should disown him as a friend. Although Corey, you're actually kind of cool guy. Um, you just need to change your views on the end. Sports go crush, world. Go crush a white to, claw, bro. Yeah, go crush, a, <laughs> go crush a white claw. Actually, you know what? We don't want people who drink white claws to be <laughs> fans of hockey. So fucking keep watching the NBA, nerd. Okay. Um, for those of you who have never played hockey, okay, you could say, oh, they play 45-second shifts, like blah, 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 blah. They shouldn't be this tired. Oh. JP, you play a lot of sports. I do. You ever been more tired than out there, like, going hard playing hockey? No, and I will be tired in the second period if I don't pace myself right. You can, in other sports, you can go 100%, like basketball. Uh, you can go 100%, 100%, 100%. Somehow, hockey, if you go 100% for, like, a minute and a half, and then you do that four or five times in one period, you're you're dead. It's... I- it's, it's the the reason is oh sorry you can finish no I'm just saying it's unbelievable I've never sweat so much playing any other sport now granted we we're like neither one of us <laughs> and you especially because you didn't even learn when you were young right like are like you know can skate like these people can skate oh, like they yeah. skate they <laughs> skate as much as they walk right but I grew up playing hockey and I grew up skating right like my stick skills aren't good but I can skate with the best of them um. This the muscles that it takes, you know, you've got endurance for just like because you're pretty much running and then the amount of like power muscles it takes to stop change direction. It's just it's it's exhausting. You go out there, skate around, you're covered in sweat, like yeah. just right away. Like yeah. it, and so when I think about these guys playing games one overtime, two overtimes, it's. It is crazy. I can't. I can't imagine. They had their ice time uh, on the screen last night, and some of these guys played over forty minutes in Game Six time on the ice. And last night they were hit getting like thirty to thirty-three minutes. That's a lot of ice time in two games. So <laughs> that's fucking crazy, man. You know, you that's usually crazy. have three or four shifts. Uh, depending what what time of year it is, who's there, who's not. So you're probably doing a third of the game on the ice on average, 20 minutes or so, depending what position you are. These guys are doing double that. It's it's the craziest thing I've ever seen. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, the uh, Knights had a big series lead too, and they they, they were up, close out. Yeah, they were up three to one. And, three to one. Uh, and even more than that, I think uh, I think they were the better team in almost every game. Yeah, with the exception I... of with the exception of one, I think Martin Jones stole one. Yeah, and then I think the I think the uh, 
the Knights or the Sharks were better the next game. And then in game seven, and I might be flip-flopping those games, but in game seven, I mean, the Knights come out on an absolute tear. They get up 3-0. With less than 10 minutes left in the game. I just... How did I miss that? I This is my fire fest. <laughs> I've, is my... <laughs> I've never seen anything like that. I think the only thing comparable or even close was like the NCAA tournament two or three years ago in like Northern Iowa was down 13 with a minute left and they won something crazy like that. Uh, it's, it's crazy. So I have it up here. Colorado's playing San Jose on Friday, Dallas, St. Louis tomorrow, Columbus, Boston tomorrow. And then the Islanders will play the winner of this game on Friday. So we have an exciting second round that starts right away. Uh, And I am way more excited about this than I am about NBA playoffs. Oh, I don't even really know what's happening. (laughs) With the exception of me just being bored watching uh, Giannis play, I don't really know what's going on. Um, Yeah, what what an amazing... um, what an amazing first round. I cannot wait for the second round. I am so excited to see how Columbus responds to what they did in the first round. And if they just absolutely fucking pummel Boston, like, this might be an all-time story in hockey. I, I, I'm i best sport in the world. Best sport in the world, and it's not even close. Yeah, that's only the first round. And obviously they get better. So It's I actually kind of close because of the NFL, and I really like the NFL. But still... True. I love NFL playoffs, which is, you know, a long time from now. We'll have a lot of fun with that. It's just they're <laughs> different. They're different beasts, right? Because in the NFL, it's like it's one game, winner take all. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to leave it all out there. And um, I guess if you were going to give me a game seven against an NFL playoff game, I'd take a game seven. Those yeah. guys are frantic on the ice. and Depending what rounds they are, too, you know. Obviously. Yeah, that's true. But, but all right, uh, uh, that, that's that's uh, hockey this week. Pretty exciting, and I think the last thing we want to talk about is just some some interesting things that were said in Chicago. With uh... <laughs> yeah, so we'll get into some all time bad sports takes. Okay, so um, I think they were mostly proliferated by one human being, um, who's a good friend of both of ours. Uh, but, yeah, he just has some interesting opinions on sports. I think the first one is that, um, and this kind of morphed around. Like, don't don't get us twisted. He was hammered. Oh, so yeah. um, We got pictures. He actually, if you happen to see our social media, he's now our cover. Uh, he could be our cover <laughs> boy eventually, but he was our last post. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so he... First starts out by saying R.J. Barrett. Nope, this is that's the second thing. This is that's my free money segment. Um, <laughs> his first statement was that Russell Westbrook is the best player in the NBA. Correct. That he's best better than LeBron and, James and best athlete. Oh, best there. athlete in the NBA. Yeah, he got fired up. He started jumping. Yeah, so <laughs> he, he's very fired up about this, and it's almost like. Okay, sure. Like I understand your argument, but then just the the passion with which he was saying it was like, all right, dude. Like that could be your opinion, but you're like positive and ready to like to like 
go to war over this take. And, like, <laughs> I just, A, I don't think it's true. And, B, like, I don't know where this is coming from. <laughs> so then it just morphs into LeBron James is, wait, so it morphs into LeBron James being the second best player ever. But then in within the same argument, Russell Westbrook was better than him. So then, <laughs> then Russell Westbrook became the best player ever. <laughs> and Michael Jordan just never existed, apparently. It's just the competition is... So everybody's got it wrong. Most people say MJ or LeBron. Um, every once in a while you hear Kobe thrown in there, which is pretty much just Kobe saying that, probably. Um <laughs> And, but I got news for everybody. You're all wrong. It's actually LeBron versus Russell Westbrook, who who is the greatest player possibly ever in the NBA, but can't beat the Portland Trailblazers. I I couldn't believe it. I was with hammered, man. I was hammered. I had some deep dip dish pizza in my hand, uh, a Coors Light or PBR in the other whatever we had left. Just listening to this, like. I know I'm hammered, but am I really that hammered? No one's saying that for real. You're not. But... It's crazy <laughs> enough that we're talking about the NBA. Like, I know. <laughs> somehow in a room full of sports people, in JP and I specifically, the NBA was talked about for a solid hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, it was. I can't believe that. I can't believe it either. And, like, nobody really cared. It was just, like, the crazy, crazier and crazier things kept being said. And... You couldn't leave it alone. It was like, can we talk about something else? Oh, somebody said something ridiculous, so I guess we're still talking about the NBA, which leads me to my second point. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm a rich man. $150 richer, actually, because this same person decided to, to say R.J. Barrett was going to be head and shoulders above Zion Williamson better in the NBA. I, I don't. I have no idea how he can say that. Look what Duke did with Zion and without Zion. Yes, and what did <laughs> RJ Barrett do this year? Like he he wasn't even the second best player in the in the um in the tournament. He wasn't the second best player on the team, I don't think. Yeah. It, <laughs> yeah, Reddish uh, was another player that was pretty good for them. But it's could, what's I, the bet? What was your bet? The bet was $150. So let, let me put it this way. What is the bet actually? It's either I win $150 or nothing happens. <laughs> but the bet was if Zion Williamson wins the NBA Rookie of the Year, then I get $150. If RJ Barrett wins Rookie of the Year, he gets $150. If neither of them win, then it's a wash, which really just translates to either I get $150 or I don't. Right, right. Because <laughs> there's not a pot. There, okay, obviously there's a chance, and boy, will I look stupid. But uh, I just, there's no fucking way, man. There's no way. There's no way. Unless Zion gets hurt and, and like, nobody else is really that good. So it just kind of, like, goes to RJ Barrett. That's the only way I can see it happening. Or he gets hurt. Who? Zion. That's what I said. Oh, yeah, if that. if Zion gets hurt and then nobody else is really that good, that is then they'll just be good. like, <laughs> then they'll just be like, I guess we give it to RJ Barrett because he was also on Duke. Uh, 
that's really the only way I can see it happening. But I don't think he's going to be the second. Oh my Christ! Yeah, what a what a crazy Holy ending we're going to have here. Jesus Christ! Okay, yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, that was our weekend. That's what's happening in sports. Um, that's episode eight, huh? How's the? Yeah, that's episode eight. Here we go again. We can just talk for an hour, almost an hour and a half about sports. No crazy segments. Um, just everybody keep JP in mind this week. His his favorite team's GM is having to watch another man just cuck the shit out of him. <laughs> and to make matters even worse, it's a fucking kicker. We'll see. We'll oh, see. how the mighty have fallen. You know, John Lynch used to be terror. Oh, here we go. On the gridiron. And now he's getting... <laughs> Beaten up by a fucking kicker. Yeah, it's so really keep, keep me keep me in mind tomorrow night when you're watching the draft <laughs> uh, on eight. I guess on ABC now, which I saw was kind of weird. But yeah, don't keep me in mind because I'll barely be paying attention after the first couple picks because the Bears <laughs> don't pick until fucking June. Oh, so that's episode eight. Uh, as always, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, Ryan Pine Pod underscore and. I think next week we'll kind of have some some reactions from the draft and more playoff hockey and kind of what we've been doing. I think we'll, we'll have a, a good couple episodes as these playoffs start dying down and eventually we'll have time to start doing crazy segments again. Yeah, we keep promising all these segments like Suppock to Craw has got to happen. Um, so eventually I'm going to have to read a book by Kobe Bryant, which I keep trying to do, but it's not easy. Um <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have the draft to talk about next week. We're going to have Ooh, the there's derby, no way. the Kentucky Derby in two weeks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited about that. Um, it's going to be interesting. So uh, uh, I hope you guys have a great week. We're going to have a great week. Um, and we'll catch you next time. Can't wait. Peace. Later. Later.